Hey guys, welcome back to the third episode of the Smug Boys podcast. I'm here again with Wesley, of course. Evening, everyone. And, uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about today? I mean, I've got some stuff I know I wanted to bring up, but... I'll let you uh, bring up your topic and then we can just see where that goes. I, um, I want to talk about, you know, some of our, like, high school experiences. Like, I know I've heard some good stories from <laughs> you, but uh, I'm sure there's also some stories I haven't heard yet. Uh, I'll let you introduce your uh, school stories first, and then I will. I don't seem to have as many as you, so that's why I was asking you, but I do have one story of a a kid that I knew on the last day of our senior year, since my school was uh, multiple floors, so in the main lobby there was a double staircase that like kind of crossed each other, and uh, on the last day of school this kid decided he wanted to to piss off of the stairs and some <laughs> poor girl walking by just took it to the head and it was just like first thing in the morning last day of school and uh I remember it, they didn't let them graduate because of that they well i mean i i have to firmly agree that <laughs> I mean, it, it was extremely messed up but at the same time it's like you know i wasn't involved so i thought it was hilarious Oh yeah, if you're not involved, then that's, that's just pure gold. Mm-hmm. But Literal, if you are, literally then... pure gold. <laughs> um, let's see. There's there's quite a bit of stories. Uh, there was one guy in my art class that decided to casually show me porn that he was watching. <laughs> We were standing out in the hallway because the way our school was set up was there was like a ninth grade academy and then the main school. So he taught the ninth graders uh, at the end of the day and then came back to, for my class. And he was just sitting against the wall and just watching his iPod and I didn't think anything of it. And he taps me on the shoulder and then I look over and he tilts his iPod down and it's just some girl blowing a man. And I was like... That's neat. Like, he's just like, hey, just kind of like, hey, man, check this out. And apparently, like, <laughs> apparently he was uh, recording, like, girls' conversation in classes as well. What? The? He was it's really creepy. weird. It's weird, yeah. He did, he did used to, well, I think he still draws art, but the way he drew it, he would draw it with, like, the phone, like, as if it was a mirror selfie. Yeah. But, but yet he would have, like, New York behind him to where he's like... What what mirror are you taking it in front of? That's not how it works. Yeah, it's <laughs> magic mirror. I don't think there's anything else from that. Uh, the our teacher did call a couple people asswads. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Just the the usage of the word. See, we got in trouble in my art class because me and a a couple of uh, a couple of my friends accused our teacher of being a Nazi just because he had a vaguely. Hitler-esque appearance, minus the mustache. So, uh, we used to always call him Adolf, and that got us in a lot of trouble. There was a... Because our school, for some reason... Excuse me. Our school did, uh, foreign exchange students. I don't know if yours did. Yeah, we did. And we had a German kid. His name was Niels... Niels Osman, but his last name was Assman. (laughs) I thought that was just great. It's just unfortunate. But anyway, the, he was in our art class, and um, and the teacher wanted him to make a PowerPoint of like introducing himself, and 
He made a PowerPoint, and it had like the Autobahn and like Wiederhosen and Wiener Schnitzels oh, and all that. Stereotype. And they were like, like, "This is Germany." And they were like, "This is what people think whenever they think Germany." And me and my friend looked at each other. We're like, "No, that's not what people think." <laughs> Whenever you say Germany, everyone immediately goes to, you know, World War Two. Yeah. Uh, but there's not too many stories in, I think, art, really. Freshman year, we had, it was really weird because we had three-day weekends. We had Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday off. But we would go to school from, like, 7.30 in the morning to, like, 4.15. And... That sucked, because like, each class was like an hour and a half. Yeah. But we got laptops uh, in in my freshman year, so we would just sit there. Like, I, I got really good at exit path, because that's all we would do. And sometimes we'd play Halo in, like, biology. Yeah, that's what I always did in my, my web design class that I took my junior year, is we just played Halo. Well, people... <laughs> People would send around like flash drives with movies and all that on there. So yeah. <laughs> there's no telling what people had on their computers. <laughs> I know I had uh, Step Brothers, had one other movie, had Grand Theft Auto San Andreas that was so modded that the computer couldn't <laughs> handle it. Um, what else? What else is there? Uh, we had we had a a senior prank gone wrong a couple times. One was a year that I was a senior. They decided to throw toilet paper all over the like center yard and spray paint Little Dick Mackie, <laughs> which is the name of our principal. Or he was our principal at the time. But they wanted like all the seniors to clean it up. I didn't participate in the prank, so I wasn't fixing to spend my time cleaning up someone else's mess. Yeah, yeah you can you can suck a dick. No, I ain't doing that. So, um, then there was one year after I graduated where, for some reason, the seniors thought it was a good idea to, to literally break into the school. Oh, God. And I think they vandalized some of the books in the library. But they've been in the school for four years. There's cameras in the school. Yeah, like, they know who you are. Like. <laughs> one, one was a football player who I think had a scholarship, and he got caught, obviously, and he lost his scholarship, and I don't yeah, think walked in graduation. It. So it was uh, not, um, not, not, not too good. <laughs> no, um, for my, my junior, senior prank for my senior year, uh, me and two of my buddies, you know, we were just having a you know, like super soaker fight like, at the school. That was the like juniors versus seniors. Well, the night before, me and my friend, we uh, filled up our uh, water balloons. We went to Walmart and bought a bunch of hot sauce. And uh, just aiming for headshots with water balloons. And uh, it's like, let's see how many people we can get you know, hot sauce in their face. And... See, you're the worst kind of person. Yeah, see, for that. I, I was I was an asshole in high school. I'll, I'll admit it. Like, I was a little shit. We, there was like you know this junior versus senior prank thing. There was, the the seniors decided to prank the juniors by putting hot chocolate, not hot chocolate, uh, chocolate syrup, on their cars, and Georgia, 
during that time was extremely Very hot. hot. Yeah. So I think it actually damaged some of the people's paint. Yeah. Luckily they didn't do it to mine. That was back when I had my Nova, and they didn't fuck with my car, <laughs> thankfully. So it wasn't too bad. Um, most of my other stories, I have some good ones from um, engine building. That's that was a. A good time because we got to spend time like after school. Yeah. So no one was there. We just go around, fuck around in the woods, <laughs> back there with the uh, ag, uh, where all the ag people went for their stuff. <clears throat> we we've had like we had like two uh, food fights as well. I witnessed one like fixing to happen because I was sitting down. There was a dude in front of me, and he was leaning back in his chair. And I just see an orange come flying over the, the, like all the lunch tables. And he just leans back and catches it. And I'm like, okay, well, I think it's time to go put up my tray <laughs> and get out of here because there's, there's, there's some shit fixing to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and to my, uh, to no one's surprise, it, uh, it went down. It people escalated, started, yeah. He started throwing food everywhere. There was, <laughs> There was one time that we, me and some friends, orchest orchestrated a uh, our own kind of lunch, in which we would all bring something and make sandwiches. And I think I've told you this one before. Uh, my friend brought an assortment of bread. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He brought some goldfish bread. Um, I think some wheat and even pumpernickel. And one of the cops in our uh, school came by our table just stopped and looked at us and just said is that a pumpernickel and we just awkwardly said yes and it was the just most awkward kind of interaction that we could have because why would you just ask kids if that was like pumpernickel like <laughs> <laughs> just like, just making sure, man. Just say, hey, man, making sure you're getting all your vitamins and minerals. I mean, it's a good source. Is pumpernickel like some kind of special bread that we're that I just don't know about? <laughs> I don't even think I liked it. Pumpernickel sucks. <laughs> Goldfish <laughs> bread was sick. Yeah, it sounds sick, but uh, I got. I don't know if I told you this story or not either, but uh, I got pepper sprayed in my lunchroom one time. Oh yeah, thank you. Wasn't in uh, some girl was yeah, getting harassed or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, this dude was harassing this girl, and she kept telling him to stop. And this was, like, while they were in one of the lines to get their food, and me and my friends were all sitting at a table, like, right next to where this was happening. Just, you know, we were minding our own business. And this dude was harassing this girl, and after, like, four times of her telling him to stop, he didn't. She pulled some pepper spray out of her purse and sprayed his ass. But... We also had like an outside in the area and this is right by the door and the door was open So the wind blew it all back into mine and my friends faces So we were just innocent bystanders and we were there just like, you know You couldn't see because our eyes were watering couldn't breathe and it was just just a bad time for everyone that, Something similar happened whenever um, I was with Joe. We went to Academy I think to get some Tannerite or something and he decided to buy some pepper spray some of that, like, big, I guess, bear pepper bear spray. Mace, yeah. And he was like, I'm just going to try it out. So we were sitting <laughs> in his car, and he opens up the door, and it was windy. He sprays it on the ground. 
<laughs> and it blows it back in the car. <laughs> and I was pissed off because <laughs> I didn't want to be any part of it. <laughs> And he just, oh, God. he pepper sprays both of us. We're both coughing. People are looking at us. <laughs> that boy's an idiot, but I love him, man. He's about an idiot, guy. yeah. Oh, I don't know how he's gotten this far in life without severely just, hurting himself. I just don't trust that he works in the medical <laughs> field now. Well, I mean, apparently he does pretty good. Yeah. No, I, I do have a story of him that I wasn't involved with, but this is just... Something he had told me about, and I think this is probably the most irresponsible thing he could do in his line of work. So, you know, without saying any names or what what company he works for, um, he's an EMT. So he drives an ambulance. Well, him and his partner, you know, they hadn't gotten any calls in a while. So he's like, you know, his partner was going through Facebook Marketplace and found a dirt bike he wanted to buy. Well, he's like... Well, shit, it'll fit in the back of the ambulance. So they went and picked up the dirt bike, and as soon as they picked it up, they had got a call. So they went and picked up this dude who had whatever injury or whatever condition and drove him, like, to the hospital on a stretcher next to this dirt bike. I I don't... Because I think he made some... I think he, he made a post on Facebook, but I, I asked him about it, and... That's <laughs> kind of... <laughs> it's uh, irresponsible. Uh, there was, there was one time where Joe did used to do this, like Craigslist um, mechanic service. Oh my god! <laughs> I went with him one time. <laughs> yeah, I was too smart for that. I, I knew not to go See, with him. I brought us. I brought a sword. <laughs> and it was in a, it was in a gated community in um, in Macon, so it wasn't too bad, but. I'm pretty sure we 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 might have made the the issue worse for the man's car. It was a BMW, <laughs> and I don't know how to work on a BMW. Joe didn't. <laughs> I think we had to replace something. Wait, I think our, is this the radiator story? I think I, I think it was a radiator. I feel like I've heard this story. But like, it wasn't leaking that bad, and then whenever we got done, it was leaking a lot worse. But at the time, we we made it look like it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so he paid us, and we just fucked off. <laughs> and, and I had heard from... And, and I want to know what's wrong with it now. Because there is no way that we uh, we did the correct thing. Yeah, no, uh, another story about this uh, Craigslist mobile mechanic that he used to be. It, was, it also took place on Macon. And... Uh, in in a not so good part of Macon, like this is in the hood, and uh, he was working on this guy's car, and you know he was there minding his own business doing his work. The guy that had contacted him to do the work came out of his house with an AK-47 and just pressed it to the back of his head and tried to rob him. Oh no no no! no. I know, I remember this story. So, oh, did I get it wrong? Yeah, from what he did, he wasn't doing any work. They had told him to come to. Uh, Abandoned oh, yeah, spot. yeah, that was when he went to go meet them, yeah. Yeah, he, you don't ever do that, no. He told them to come to an abandoned spot, and they didn't even let him get out the car. They had pointed a gun at him. There was apparently several people, and they robbed him of, like, several hundred dollars, I believe. Yeah, don't, uh, don't ever do that. Yeah. Don't, don't go somewhere by yourself. Yeah. Always go to meet people in, uh, in areas where there's other people around. 
Yeah, it's it's not not the smartest idea. That's why I, if I ever sell anything, I normally sell it like if they're in Atlanta, I normally meet them at uh, Summit and McDonough. Yeah, meet in in public areas. Never never meet in abandoned warehouses. Let that be a lesson to everybody. <laughs> but uh, another story that you have that I think is probably my my favorite story you have from high school is uh, the Nova incident in the field. Okay, see now. <laughs> Everyone thinks that it's such a funny story. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's a serious situation, but it's funny the way that it's told. <laughs> well, I mean, the way it's told, you, you can imagine it in a different way, but most people imagine that I'm just driving through a field. I wasn't driving through a field. <laughs> so I was diagnosed with epilepsy, and my freshman year of high school... I was, I think it was freshman or sophomore, either way, I was old enough to drive, but the first time that I did drive, I um, was headed home, and I had a seizure while driving, and our friend Jay was on the bus headed, like, coming the opposite way of me, and I ran up on the curb, <coughs> and was basically just driving on the side of the road, like in the grass, and when I came back, I was extremely close to a telephone pole, so I locked up the wheels, and it just sat there and slid, and I was able to stop it, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't driving through, like, an actual field, because there were, there was a field next to the high school, but I didn't drive through the field aimlessly. I'm uh, lucky that I didn't, like, drive into the opposite lane, though, because yeah, there was a giant bus. But it was a uh, scary incident nonetheless. Uh, just glad that I haven't had one since. Was it really your your last seizure? No, no. Oh, just the last one where you're driving? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Last one that like that bad, but yeah, I didn't drive until I think I was a junior or senior. Yeah. Well, because like at that point, once that happens, like. They like won't let you drive for a while, right? Well, you're not supposed to for six until you are seizure free for six months. Yeah, but I just continuously had them. I would, I would have like five or six a day because my mom kept a journal of like how many I had, and it was bad. But we finally got the medicine situated correctly, and uh, no, I haven't had one in probably six years. That's good. Yeah, we're good. We're, good. <laughs> we're all good, baby. <laughs> we're all Daijobu. We're yeah. good. Alright, I've got one more high school story I want to share before we switch topics. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this one or not, but you know, um, I don't know if it's like it's everywhere, but at least at you know the schools around here, we have a thing called Senior Skip Day, which is the day before spring break. You know, it was known that seniors just weren't going to come to school unless they absolutely had to for, like, you know, test or something. And that was the case for one of my friends. So he had to go in for a test in his uh, second period class. So the whole time he was in school, me and my friends, we were, you know, packing up our cars and getting ready to head down to the beach. And uh, we were texting the whole time. It's like, hey, let us know. When you're done with your test, we're going to come sneak you out. And uh, 
the way we had to do it was like the most mission impossible thing that I feel like has ever happened at my school. Because when he finished his test, we're like, all right, go to the freshman building and hide in the bathroom by the gym and just wait for us there. So we pulled up my friends, he had an Explorer at the time, so it was only a car big enough to fit all of us. We pulled up in his Explorer and like parked it in like in front of someone's house in the neighborhood behind the school. And it was me and one other person that had snuck into the gym and like crawled behind the bleachers so no one would see us. And went to the bathroom, got him out, and then the three of us crawled back behind the bleachers. We just got out the back door and just ran full speed back to the car, which was in some random person jarred, which I'm sure looked super sketchy to them, and somehow didn't get the cops caught on us. But uh, yeah, we had to had to kidnap one of my friends from school. I think I I have some stories of uh, engine building when we went to <clears throat> um, probably the biggest trip we went to was SEMA. Obviously, that's the biggest that you could probably go to. Yeah, at least here in America. <clears throat> Yeah, that is yeah. Um so that was the year that the like BRZ and the eight uh, the Super BRZ and like the Toyota GT eighty six and all that came out, the FRS. So there was a ton of those there. Kinda like the Supras uh this past year. And the first day we got there, obviously us being southern Georgia boys we ain't about that fancy city life, so we are amazed by all the stuff that is happening. Um, the first day we were there, they had the rally, like the rally cross finale, I think, like the finals. It was the year that uh, Kim Block's car caught on fire on the inside uh, yeah. while he was leading, and we got split up because me and my friend were sitting there watching it like super close up. And we got separated, and we got we got kind of yelled at, but it was worth it. Uh, I think because we had to go to the convention center because we had special passes that we could walk in before everything. So it was really cool to see all the super high class cars, and and it's just an experience that you have to be there to see. How many trucks did you see without drive shafts? I don't think I really kept count. It's been, it's been a, a very, very long time. Um, it's been about nine years. Yeah. Nine or ten. So, <clears throat> I got this. I got to spend my birthday down there. That is that pretty time. nice for you. You get to spend your birthday in Vegas. Yeah, it was, it was extremely fun. Their, uh, their McDonald's are really high class and, <laughs> and cool. I got to go to the Circus Circus. Um hotel that was pretty sick we stayed in the riviera and they had a little like asian omelet place down at the bottom yeah it wasn't like asian omelets it was just asians that cooked omelets <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty, pretty so they were just omelets that have to be made by asian people yeah like, they were just, it's just an omelet place they were <laughs> they were really good i will i will give them that uh we got to go to fremont street for a total of like 45 minutes Fremont Street's the one with the big like screen on yeah. top. The thing they that's got like the heart attack grill. Mm -hmm. I went to a toy store there and bought a transformer, two transformers. Is that was that the highlight of your trip? It's like oh, going to Vegas, man. D did Toys R Us there? No, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, <laughs> the 
It wasn't Toys R Us. It was just a toy store. Was it KB Toys? It was actually the toy store owned by the guy that comes to the Pawn Stars for the toys. Oh, really? Yeah, so he, he owned that. So, I mean, it was pretty cool, but one of the... Um, one of my teammates on the team kind of complained to his parents that he didn't want to be here, so we had to leave early. It was kind of disappointing. Everyone was kind of pissed off. Yeah, I would have been upset. So yeah. we just went back to the hotel and watched TV. And probably the highlight of the trip was M2 Machines, the little die-cast company, mm-hmm. had a really big booth there of, like, all this, like, die-cast um, towns and cities and stuff like that with all the cars on there. Yeah, like start to set up a diorama. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we had talked. Me and my friend talked to him, and it was a lot. Uh, I think it was the day before the last day, and he was like, "Yeah, just come by tomorrow, and um, I'll give you something." So we decided to come back the next day, and he was like, "All right, just go ahead and go and." around the little diorama display thing and just pick out a car. Just so, pick out one you want. That's pretty sick. So we got to pick out uh, two cars from the SEMA show. And it was... I mean, they're not like special editions, but it's just cool uh, say, where it, I got it, it from. It's the story behind how you got it that makes it special. Yeah. So it was it was pretty fun. Um, unfortunately, like when we flew out, it was during the day. Um, I really wish that we could have flown out during like nighttime because I wanted to see all like see all the lights. Yeah, yeah, lights from Vegas. It's it wasn't too bad. It was actually really cool. It was I think my first time flying, so being able to I just got the window seat, being able to see like the Grand Canyon and all that yeah, was really cool. That's pretty sick. Uh, the another time we went to. Uh, I think it was the NASCAR, like, it was something that they did before the actual season started, so, like, it was a bunch of, um, what is it, like, a bunch of the new stuff coming out, it was by the Hall of Fame, and we got to, for some, like, we were doing really well that entire day, but... Everyone on the team, for some reason, before we started, had to take a shit. So it was a group effort. Yeah. We would be all lined up in the stalls. <laughs> and I don't know if it was just because of that, but we were flying. <laughs> until the we made it all the way to the finals. And then we had a little slip up. I think we had a penalty. And then one of, the, uh, one of my teammates dropped a bolt in the um, intake. So... We ended up getting penalized and lost, but it was still a fun trip. We got to go and see the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yeah, but that's the place I really want to go to. Yeah, I, I definitely want to go back. I would to go there one day. We got to do the little pit stop um, challenge thing. Uh, yeah. That was really fun. We got to, because they have like a little board that has like the times of everyone during the day. Mm-hmm. And we got, I think, second place up there. Nice. So it was very fun. I would love to go back and just see it now. But yeah. Speaking of like you know the NASCAR Hall of Fame, one place I really want to go to that's relatively close by to us, like one weekend, like we should go up there is a uh, that Rally Museum. Remember we saw that um, that Group B car at M4 Alliance, and it was you know the display car for that museum, and they were like 
you know, I think it's like the biggest like rally car museum in America, and it's in somewhere in Tennessee. I think it's like close to Knoxville, but uh, I really want to go check that out. You know, Group B has always been super, super entertaining, so I'd love to get you know up close with a lot of the cars. Yeah, I've never been a real big fan of uh, rally too terribly much, but it's always been something like to just see the drivers drive the cars the way they do. Yeah. It's very, very wild because there's like another breed of... Oh, yeah. there's crazy. There's one specific video that comes to mind when you bring up how insane rally drivers are. And it's... I don't know if you've seen it, but it was one of the Subaru drivers. His uh, steering wheel had come off like, you know, mid-stage. So he was driving with one hand and tightening the bolt back down. He had a ratchet in the other hand and just putting his steering wheel back on, still going, you know, 100 plus mile, miles an hour through the woods. Yeah, I think you showed me that video. The one I always think of is the, I don't know if it was like a test or if it was an actual rally uh, stage, but it was the Ford Focus. Oh, the, the, I think the, Ford Focus the white one. Ford Focus? Yeah. Yeah. That one was sick. Just, the way they sound is crazy as well. Yeah. Especially, you know, a lot of them, there's uh, like higher displacement three-cylinder turbos. It sounds like they have such a unique sound to them. It's like, you know, you hear the engine, you know exactly what it is. Is it three? Is it three or five? Uh, a lot of the older ones, like from the 90s, are five cylinders. But like a lot of modern ones, like the Ford Fiesta, they're, I'm pretty sure, three cylinders. Like, you know, 2.4 liter three cylinders. Small motor. Yeah. Um, But we would, or I, w I would love to listen to the best museum that you've gone to that I've heard. That's the tow truck museum. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so this is... We talked about this trip briefly in the last episode, but it's went up to Chattanooga for the Riverside meet, and, you know, like we said, that meet got cancelled due to COVID. So we had to find ways to entertain ourselves for the weekend. And, uh, you know, at the base of the mountain that we were staying on, like, as soon as you get to the bottom of the mountain, there is a Waffle House... And right next to the Waffle House was the national or the international tow truck museum. So there's like tow trucks from all around the world, and uh, you know you don't you don't really think too much about tow trucks, but when you start learning about them, you know there's some interesting stuff that goes on. <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna have to make a trip up there and see that next time when he, whenever the show uh, happens. I, said, I think it's in March. There, there's one there and. It, this sounds so so lame, just like geeking out over tow trucks like this. But they had a, uh, I forget what model it was, but it was an old Datsun, and it was like a, a K truck that was converted into a tow truck specifically for towing K cars in Japan in the early '80s. And uh, I remember I was trying to get into it to fit, and you know I'm a, I'm a relatively tall person, you know, I'm six foot one, and this truck you know when i'm standing on it the ceiling is like chest high on me and getting into it i it took about three minutes for me to get fully into the driver's seat and you know i had my head cocked fully to the side because my head was on the roof so i had to like cock my head out the window my knees were jammed up against the dashboard and i couldn't turn the steering wheel because it was pressed into my thighs so I was just like hunched over, like bag fully hunched. My like, you know, my arms were like on my chest on the steering wheel, and it's like, I got in here, 
I don't know if I can get out. So I had to get two of my friends that were there with me to like pretty much pull me out of this truck. But uh, it was, they had, they had some cool stuff there, like going all the way back to like, you know, their early 1900s. One of the things that I actually just remembered whenever you were saying like your legs are pressed up against the steering wheel and like just stuffed in a car. Back in high school, there was a dude who, he was said he was going to donate money for the engine building team, but never ended up never actually doing it, I don't believe. But he, don't not really donated, he gave us his um, Model T to work on. So we needed to get it, like, we were trying to get it running and everything for him, and that's when he was going to, like, donate money. And we got it running... And working on that car is super difficult. I had to take the gas tank out. I don't know if you've ever seen one. I, I, I've that car shows I've seen Model T's. I've never like paid a lot of attention to like how they're put together. So. so the gas tank is actually underneath the dash. So like where you're sitting, the steering wheel's here. The gas tank is like underneath. Yeah. So. Imagine working on a car nowadays underneath the dash. There's not a lot of room. No. Try taking a gas tank out of a Model <laughs> T. It sucks so bad. It sounds like it sucks. And they're just so weird to, like, operate because the, the gas is on the handle. Or, like, not the handle up there where, like, the blinkers and all that yeah, would be. Yeah, it's like a column thing. Yeah, it's super weird. But <clears throat> I think we ended up getting it running for a... Uh, brief second and it just kind of struggled but I don't think we ever got it drivable which I mean you could probably drive it but we weren't going to try because we're just high school kids working on it like yeah an hour a, a day such an obscure vehicle like you know so I don't think he ended up donating any money if he did I think it was very little so it was a little disappointing but it was something cool to work I on. Was say, we it's did. still a unique experience. Like how many people can say that they've, you know, gotten to work on a Model T. So, uh, did you want to talk about some of the stuff that we we're trying to do during the new year? Um, like New Year's resolutions, or like well, just in general. We can talk about New Year's resolutions of like what we want to do throughout uh, this year, as well as like with. The Smug Boys, I guess, yeah. brand. I'll say, um, I'll let you start on that because I haven't really personally put too much thought into it. So while you're while you're telling your stuff, I'll I'll come up with like I'll think of mine. I'll put some thought into it. Um, probably my New Year's resolutions for this year will be probably to exercise more. Obviously, it's everyone's thing. Uh, I do want to try to get the red car running so I can start driving that more. Um, I think all I'm lacking is the front bumper and then trying to get every, all the interior bits correctly installed. Yeah, and, a hood too, don't you? Well, yeah, I got to get a hood as well, but that's not hindering me too terribly much as yeah. I still got the pop-up. So, it's not too bad. Uh, once I get that running, I may, uh, I told Toby and some other friends this, probably going to paint the SR car and then maybe sell it depending on how the red car runs i just want something newer and i think being being as like 
I daily drive the SR car, it having no heat. Well, it has heat, but the car doesn't get warm enough to utilize it. And it's just uh, not practical, I assume, or I guess you could say. It's extremely fun to drive, and I like the car, but I need something that's more reliable because I go on trips. I used to go on trips fairly regularly. <laughs> yeah, not in 2020. But I still want to be able to go and do stuff and not have to worry about, oh, is my is car, car going to make it back it, home? Yeah. So, and I mean, I already have one T40. So we may just, I'll have to play it by ear, but I would like to try and get a maybe 370 by the end of the year if I, if everything falls into place correctly. Um, what's your New Year's resolutions, and then we can talk about... Right, so, my, my New Year's resolution, you know, again, is one of the stereotypical ones that, you know, it's, oh, it's everyone's resolution, but, um, I just want to, you know, take better care of myself, like, start eating healthier, you know, drink less soda, and just, you know, just try to be, just try to be healthier in general. Yeah. But, um, and as, as far as, like, you know, plans for stuff I'm working on, uh, recently the the Miata has started burning oil like really bad so uh in the next couple of days I'm gonna you know pull the head off of it and I check you know valve seals and all that stuff and make sure try to find out where the oil is getting into the cylinder from and either you know rebuild the engine replace what needs to be replaced or uh start tracking down stuff to do a rotary swap on it rotary swap would be neat I know you like the rotaries and Say so, yeah, uh, we've both got a friend here in town that uh, he just finished his rotary Miata recently, and he's uh, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And now that he's got his you know, finished, he's pretty much convinced me. He's like, hey, if you own a Miata, it's got to have a rotary in it, just because it's cool, <laughs> and it is very cool. So um, if I do have to rebuild my motor, I might, I might just, you know park the car for a while and piece together a rotary swap yeah that would be a very unique yeah, thing I mean, around it, here it, especially it'll be the second one that i know of. you know he's the only person there that has one in our area uh the next thing which i think we it'll probably be the last thing i don't want it to run too terribly long uh me and toby had talked about starting like a youtube channel for this so, I think that probably in the coming months we're going to try and figure out a way to record car content. Like maybe do uh, walk around videos of all of our cars as well as doing some videos on uh, working on the SIL like 40. I feel like doing update videos on the, the SIL 40 would be, would be fun to do. And just stuff that we can do fairly easily. Uh, I'll probably also upload the the podcast up there so people can watch it there. And as well as all the other platforms that it's on. Yeah, so we'd probably also most likely be doing like, you know, uh, like videos of like trips we go on. So like, you know, montages of like clips from like, you know, us driving to shows and like the stuff we see at shows. Yeah, and... um I'm, I organize, well, I don't want to say, 
am the leader or anything like that, but I have, I created a little, uh, I guess, quote unquote, car club for us. I said, I'd call you the, the leader of it, and it was all your idea, and you've put everything together for it. Well, I guess leader is like a weird term to use, but yeah, you were but, the organizer of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'd be neat just to see, like, all the uh, members' cars. We got, like, a JZX100, a 1UZ Swap Supra, a 2020 Supra. So we got a lot of just different cars in the uh, in the group. I'll probably film, like, drift events that we go to. Um, like Toby said, shows to show you different things. I guess kind of vlog-style as well just showing like updates on cars and if everything takes off then we'll be having more con car content trying to get uh some people's dream cars and probably the, the next thing that i'll do is if i can get a 370z obviously we'll do some like 370z content as well as probably sometime during this probably either this year or next year I'm going to try and get uh, everything straightened out to where I could uh, try to move move out because I still live with my parents because it's free. So it's it's gonna be a long journey, but we're just trying to do, do more things with this and try to actually stick to it. So hope that whoever does listen or whoever wants to join stays with us. Yeah, one one thing I do want to bring up real quick before I end it though is like you know bringing up you know the group members' cars is you know you named all these like you know badass street cars but I feel like you know for me personally one of the most exciting cars in our in our group is like probably the the one that's the odd man out is we've got a guy in here that he has a Suzuki XL7 you know just you know, a soccer mom car but he's in the middle of converting it you know to four wheel drive and doing a crazy overland build with it yeah we had we recorded a podcast with him before but the audio got messed up so we ended up having to scrap it i do plan on having him back on to discuss stuff that he's doing and we can also record a lot of like his um four-wheel drive swap as well as like him lifting and he also has a uh, fox body mustang that he's right now it's completely ripped apart yeah, like the, shell the plan for that is to be a crazy you know just insane he wants to build a high power street car out of it yeah he can be tracked if he wants to yeah he wants to because we live about around two hours away from red atlanta so he, i think he wants to try to take it there for some um some track time because he's a reason he likes the road course racing and he that's just what he plans on doing. We we wish that he would sell it and get a uh, Suzuki Cappuccino since he's a big Suzuki fan. But it is what it is. Um, maybe if Smug Boys take off, we can surprise him with one. That'd be, that'd be nice. I feel like that'd be like the like ultimate ultimate like yo, we got your bag, dude. Yeah, that would be extremely <laughs> fun. But it's a long way to go. Um, so we will end it here. Um, thank you for listening and hope to see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys.